What's up, bitches? Welcome back to Drinks After Work with your host, Shannon and Abby, where we give you that after work, happy hour energy, baby. Talk about everything other than work. <laughs> Do you like that? Do we like three tries? You just blow up your own spot. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you Wait. have lipstick on your teeth. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it still there? No. Shit. <laughs> okay. So we literally took a week off and we forgot how to podcast. We were sitting here and Abby's like, do our regular intro. I was like, I don't remember. I had to like go back in my notes. I was like, what do I say? <laughs> what do I say? We, do, we also forgot how to act. So if this podcast sucks, we're not sorry in advance. It's fine. We're okay. This is like more of a therapy session. We've had a crazy past two weeks. Yeah. It's been insane. And I think we just needed to sit down and chat. We also haven't seen a lot of each other at all. I haven't <sighs> seen you since way before the fourth. We went to that event, the Deep Eddies oh, yeah. event. Shout out to the Broadway for inviting us to their launch of the Deep Eddie Lime Vodka. It was actually wicked good. It was so good. Like When we showed up, they handed us a straight shot and I took it and they were like, that's literally just vodka. It was and I really was like, good. excuse me? I didn't even gag. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shut up. You're um, not doing it with me. We were doing it before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but literally our we, listeners went from like five to like zero. <laughs> we were like, Peter, could we just start it off and just be like, yeah. And he literally looks at us and was like, yeah, that, that would be great. And, like, <laughs> and I was like, no, he was to say, it'll be great. He hates us. Okay. Peter, well, can you confirm? Anyways, can you confirm, you Peter? Pia, <laughs> I can confirm I said that. Okay. <laughs> good answer, good answer. So we went to the Deep Eddies event and then Abby left me. She went to Chicago with Chi Town, Chi Town with her little man <clears throat> of the mystery. The yeah, her little man, man of man of mystery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was um I had never been, so and I'm honestly so glad that we got out because after what was it? memorial day it rained all weekend memorial day and yeah. it rained all weekend here and for the fourth didn't it yeah like literally it rained all weekend up until like sunday was okay. kind of it was fine like it was like in the 60s we still managed yeah. to like get out there and day drink but it wasn't like a beautiful sunny day the, the day that was the most beautiful was monday when everyone when was going left. home it was yeah. like 85 classic. and sunny it was classic i know the first two days in chicago were like in the 70s and like the nights were kind of cold but then we were there for four nights five days and the last three days were just in the 80s 90s and Looks just so sweating profusely did you guys go swimming <laughs> No, we went paddleboarding. Oh, okay. I couldn't remember if you guys were like gonna go swimming. We went on like two different boat things and then like we did like a uh, a sunset one and then we did like a daytime one and then we did paddleboarding. But I did not go in there. I'm like afraid to go in like a man-made lake. <laughs> well, oh, because of the dirt or the it's whatever? Just, I just feel like it's dirt, dirty. I don't know. Okay. Even though it's that big, like Lake Michigan, it's so big. But like we were in the parts where like there's a bunch of like boats like i don't want to like swim with like boat oil or gas whatever it is i don't know <laughs> boat oil and gas yeah Mr. i don't totally jumped in like it was nothing so he'll probably have like a third head and like or no two two heads and like, yeah maybe two or three heads you like already have two <laughs> <laughs> literally yeah. classic um no honestly i missed you though i like thought about you really yeah you i did. thought about you halfway through the weekend it took me a few days yeah, wait what i was just gonna say i was like i feel days. like on day one and two i was like okay I can get used to this and then i feel like by day three i was like shit i miss her that's the nicest thing you've ever said i know but that's why i texted you i was like i hope you're having fun i feel like that's like out of character i didn't i don't remember that i don't oh, recall that maybe i thought I maybe you thought it <laughs> maybe i thought i texted i think you no you texted me that after i'd already been oh back. okay You're i like, feel I like you sometimes i intend to text people but i'm obvious i'm a bad texter yeah, and it never happens so i'm like oh my god i had this great conversation with that person and they're like <laughs> you haven't happened, reached out to me in two years <laughs> um but okay i didn't know like i probably should have watched like chicago pd or something before i went because i'm not kidding there was 108 shootings while we were there that's insane in chicago and that's like scary. luckily enough they were all like 20 minutes south of us right but there was like one that was 
um, 0.4 miles from the hotel we were staying at. And literally, I'm not even kidding. You can see it on TikTok or like just Google it. There were people in the city, like literally a half a mile away from where like we had walked there earlier that day during the day. There was people twerking on cop cars and throwing fireworks at the police. Wait, like launching fireworks yes at at, and like crazy. so the police had to like break it up because everyone was just going batshit crazy and then by 10 like literally we were back at our hotel by 10 p.m on the 4th because they literally announced like they like had cops driving by with like speakers saying like that there was like a 10 p.m curfew what because people were losing their freaking mind oh wow i didn't know i that. don't think people like actually listened like they definitely cleared out the river walk but like obviously people are still out and about but like at that point i was like no like we're going back to the hotel like i that's i don't want to like no i was kind of scared not gonna lie that's crazy what was like your favorite um because we had like a huge itinerary written down of like things you wanted to do what was like your favorite places wait so actually as a funny aside i'm going to chicago in august mm-hmm. um with michael and we booked so michael and i booked a trip to chicago i got it for him for his birthday mm-hmm. whatever we find this hotel we're like so cute let's go to this hotel we don't tell abby or mystery man, they end up booking a trip to Chicago to go before us and book the same hotel. Like out of so weird. every hotel in Chicago, what are the chances we'd both go to the same place? We just had that tele- telepathy. Telepathy? Telepathy. Telepathy. No, it was a really nice hotel. You're gonna like it. The London house. I know yeah. the roof te- The roof deck is dope. It's dope, but it's kind of overrated. Really? I've been there before though, for like business. I thought so it was we, sick. no, it's dope, but like you can see the same view at a million other restaurants. True. And yeah. we didn't have a reservation to go there. We just walked up one day, like during lunch and they were able to sit us down. Oh, that's sick. Um, what was like your favorite? Like where would you recommend? Definitely Beatnik on the river. Yeah. That one was, we had the best sangria. Um, meal was amazing. It was like tapas style. Um, and it was obviously on the river, but the vibes there were immaculate. Um, I don't know. Oh, um, where was it? Hubbard Inn. Mm-hmm. If anyone is in Chicago or going, you have to go to Hubbard Inn and go to the Blue Violet Room on the second floor. They have, we went for happy hour because we couldn't get a reservation later or like the only time they could we had like a boat reservation already so we went from like happy hour from like 5 to 6 30 because I think our boat was at like 7 and it's the most aesthetically pleasing room ever and the drinks are amazing the food's like eh but like who even cares because you're yeah like, like I sitting. feel like when you're going on vacation you're not really gonna eat if you have any self-respect yeah. you know no like we had some good meals but I wasn't like <laughs> completely blown away by the food like the restaurants were amazing and the drinks were good but like there wasn't like a meal but I was like oh my god this is amazing other than really I feel like you're not like a big deep dish pizza gal oh I didn't even have it once (laughs) while we were there I don't like deep dish you're absolutely right I know but the fourth was fun and and at the lake yeah I was so honestly though it was like I got like thrown into a sickness by the it was you got what I had yeah 25 people like part we got there so (laughs) I got there on Thursday night or Friday and I don't you don't I don't even know I get there at like 8 45 they're like we have a party bus coming at nine. Oh shit so we get there and Caitlin her little brother decides he's gonna book the party bus and we're like mm-hmm. thinking nothing of it like cute fun cute. whatever <laughs> dope he's like I call this company looking to commandeer a party bus and they're like okay awesome do you want a like a PG party bus or like a mature party bus. And we Wait, were like, what? And he was like, What's I mean, I guess a mature party bus. Like, I don't, I don't know. This dude pulls up in a party bus right on when the clock strikes 9 p.m. We get inside. It is covered in like Playboy photos, <gasps> like everywhere, like all oh, over. The man driving this bus is 80 years old. Oh. He ha- it's a hmm. basically like kind of like a makeshift school bus. And it's covered in like, playboy photos and then he proceeds to put on like adult film style videos oh in the bus we're like what the hell is going on he's blasting music and we're driving we're going to this random ass like we're going to like the bars (laughs) on like winnipesaukee which are like in the Weir's beach area, like, t- like probably like a 15 to 20 minute ride. It was the most bizarre experience of my life. I was like, what are we doing? Um, we got there, we went into the bar, we got kicked out of the bar. <laughs> Classic. The girl came up to me. I don't me think and- we've ever gone to like a knock on kicked out of a bar. Yeah, the, the woman, the bouncer came up to me and was like, 
you're like you're yeah, out of yeah. here like you gotta go and I was like <laughs> why sloppy no I was being, standing like, there fun. having a conversation like you know me like I know when I'm yeah. not in a good state space and she was like you need to leave and I was like why she was like you're intoxicated I was like I am not isn't that and I was like I wish I was I was literally like I wish I was intoxicated but I'm not so like Caitlin's brother goes up to her and is like she's not like she's fine like she's not drunk if anyone should get kicked out it's me he ends up getting kicked out (laughs) instead I like oh. talked my way out of it. I like complimented the waitress or the bouncer. I was like, "Has anyone told you you have great boobs?" She was like, "Excuse me." And I was like, "Has anyone ever told you that?" And she was like, "No." And she walked away. I was like, "Okay." But anyway, so Caitlin's little brother gets kicked out. We were like, "Shit!" Literally, all of us like get like had to leave the bar. Yeah, with him. You can't just leave him out there. Yeah, but literally three to four days of just going out every single night, drinking all day by the end of it I was literally like a shell of a human being and I was so terrified of my life <laughs> and I was like I That's never you know you did it right I was like literally like by the end of it I was like in a ball like literally shaking like for dear life it was like just too too much I just can't do that shit anymore yeah we're getting old so anyways I got back and I literally like got so sick I've like had a cold for six days since that's why we haven't seen each other I've been yeah literally like on my deathbed well, thank you for coming in. It's, to not, it's not me. It's not COVID. It's not. And I feel perfectly fine right now, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I had the same sickness like right before her and I got tested twice for COVID during my sickness. And, and it, it wasn't. Was I don't know what it is. It's a cold. It's a murky bug. It's creepy. <laughs> it's murky. Wait, and then you had an open house, right? Oh my God. Yeah. You I did. Had, yeah. You so, opened up your house, your home. Yeah. Which I don't like to do really ever, but <laughs> she hates visitors. It's one of the things I love about her. I just hate people. <laughs> um, but yeah. So for those of you keeping score at home, I, um, I was on her 15th set of roommates. That's a bit of an exaggeration, but th- come September, this will be my sixth set. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 In the same apartment. Uh-huh. And I, you know, was like, all right, here we go again. Like, I'm a pro at this. Like, let me just fire out some Facebook posts. I posted <laughs> in the Boston Baddies. I posted on our um, Facebook, not, fa- yeah, our Facebook group. I posted on normal Facebook groups. I posted on our story, my story. Craigslist. Nope. I Class. stayed away from Craigslist. <laughs> but the responses were overwhelming. Like, a lot of people reached out and... I was like, shit, I don't know how to handle this. And I also don't really want to like put in time and energy to welcome my home like 30 dozen times. So you and, like, hadn't opened be available. Yeah. So did I was you, like, did you have like a charcuterie board? Yeah, you know what's funny is that I was literally on the phone with my aunt and Nana earlier today and like we were talking about it and they're like oh like did you offer them like something like they said like some food and my Nana's like no she offered them champagne like don't be silly and I was like I didn't offer them shit like <laughs> what do you mean like if I were to offer anything yes it would be alcohol because that's on brand but no I know I literally was like um if you want to meet me in person and see the place in person like come through this Sunday 10 to 12 I'll be there I just let your, I literally was like the let front door is open. In. I was like the front door is open. Just come up to my floor. Like make, make yourself at home. Walk in. Take your pants off. Take yeah. your shoes off. Yeah. Wait, we have to talk about the funny comment that we got. Oh about, my god! Yeah, you posted. So, Abby posted on our Instagram like of the place and was like, I'm having like an open house. Like I please said, reply back with like your preferred AC temp or like something a little high maintenance. I said, if interested, please DM me with your age, occupation and your preferred AC temp in the summer. Cause I think that is a fair question. <laughs> I think like you don't want to live, like if you like your apartment to be 68 degrees and someone likes it to be 74 degrees. You think that's a deal breaker though? Like if you really yes. like the person. Oh, okay. have, you ne- have you ever lived with someone where you are literally fighting over thermostat and like constantly turning it up or down? No. Okay, so if you had, you would see where I'm coming from because I have lived with people like so that. So you just have a thermostat in your own room, though? Like each no, person. I don't have that in my own room. <laughs> like, what the fuck? No. <laughs> I thought that's usually how it works. <laughs> it works. No. So 
sorry, I'm a peasant. <laughs> I have a Nest thermostat, but no, I don't have one in my own room. I have one thermostat for the entire apartment. Fucking, fucking broke bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I thought my Nest thermostat with my central air was good enough, but no. <laughs> Get fucked. Anyways. 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 So, literally, so, okay, so I don't know if people understand this. We literally have, like, a business Instagram account, so we can see all the analytics analytics of our posts like of our instagram posts and our stories mm -hmm. so i can like swipe up like swipe over and swipe up and see how many people shared our story how many people clicked on the links how many people visit our profile after that like i can see everything mm -hmm. and i feel like most people don't realize that and you don't, I don't check i it. myself do not realize that <laughs> yeah, you don't check it but i do like literally i would say on our because i shared it to my personal and a lot of people shared it on there too but on ours like 22 people shared that post and like they sent it to a friend right like via dm okay which is hilarious because some literally I, I get I check our DM one morning like the, I think it was like the next morning and I see a DM from some girl and it was like a message request because like we just have message requests I don't know and I we, we didn't it. follow her yeah we don't follow her and it goes she looks mean <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and literally you just know this girl didn't mean to do that like I think she meant to respond to her friend but she responded to us instead and so literally her friend sent her the post, the post of you being like I'm having an open house and her, the, that DM girl me. replied yeah. back to what she thought was her friend I'm saying assuming. she looks mean literally about and you so, <laughs> yeah so she sent it like at like 11 p.m like the night prior and so when I woke up that morning it was like 8 a.m and I like thumbs it up like I like responded to the thing and I just like thumbs it up so that she know that I saw it and then literally I go back like an hour or two later blocked she blocked us that's so the poor girl funny. doesn't realize though that before she had blocked me I, I had already screenshotted her profile to send to you and like saw that we had like nine mutual followers and like I know people that follow her and I'm like bitch why do I look mean? If I was her, I would have changed my Instagram name. It's the only thing. That's I the know. only thing to do. That's so funny, though. Let me know why Classic. I mean. Please unblock. I us wonder if and it's like. Do you think it's the way you look or like something you said? Like I wonder what it is. I mean, are there I some people that just look mean? I don't look mean. I don't. Slide think. into our DMs and let us know if you think Abby looks mean. No, please don't. <laughs> I'm sensitive. I may look like a bitch, but I'm really not. <laughs> I cry over everything. She has a tough exterior, but I do. <laughs> this is straight. Facts. I'm like trying not to cough into this microphone. Just cough in that direction, please. <laughs> Just get it out. You'll it's feel like my better. biggest fear. No, you'll feel better. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we've been talking lately about the COVID couples and not the couples that have COVID, <laughs> the, co the couples that got, got together during these times. So during a few episodes during quarantine, mm -hmm. Abby and I were talking about the quarantine couples, the people that during COVID decided they were going to move in together, buy a puppy, get married, have six children. Not that you can do that in a year, but some some have so tried. Some <laughs> um, all those people that just kind of like decided to hunker down, mm -hmm. if you will, um, and whether or not they were going to make it. So we were saying like, obviously we can't generalize every relationship, but we do think that there's some people out there that likely won't make it because right. shit's going to return to reality and people are going to break up. So we have kind of like a little, I guess, update there. I feel like we're already starting to see things yep. moving in that direction. Right. Mm -hmm. And what is happening, Abby, that you think is caught? Like what's like an indicator of that? Like to you. So I think you, you know, when someone has ended a relationship when they start hitting you up again. Mm -hmm. And that could literally be like a guy hitting you up because he's recently single, or it could be a friend who, you know, like a girlfriend that you drifted apart with because she got into a relationship and she dropped you and she got into a relationship. And now that they're broken up, they're reaching back out. <laughs> <laughs> you seem a little like personally victimized. Uh, yeah, I mean, this has been the weirdest week of my life. Literally, I've had two friends two extremely close friends to me, like who I was no longer friends with, reached back out to me. And one of them literally just got out of a relationship. And I'm like, hello. 
where have you been where have you been so these people like cut you out how long were you guys like not talking for um the one that got out of a relationship like definitely like more than i would say like probably since like the summer i don't know how long ago that was yeah honestly it's so weird like i guess a year it's weird though because i really feel like friend breakups are so similar to breakups with a boy i think they hurt more yeah it's just like a different type of hurt because it's straight up like they didn't not that they didn't like your personality, but like they kind of didn't like your, like I feel right. like when you're dating it's a like boy, personal boys are kind of like dumb so they could break up with you for like stupid reasons. Yeah. You know what I mean? And well, it's, it's like, oh, he was an asshole. But I feel like if your friend like ends your friendship, it's almost like, oh, like they didn't like me. They didn't like my yeah. personality. Because when a guy breaks up, breaks up with you, like, like you said, there could be a million reasons. It could be because your future goals in life don't line up. Like it could be something totally reasonable. Or they like decided to cheat on you or they decided yeah. to do- go date a girl that has like you know a bigger cup size and smaller waist size like who knows but it kind of like those things it's like all right like that makes sense yeah but But when when it's yeah when it's a girl it's like I mean I feel like we've definitely both had our fair share of friend breakups but I feel like me more so more than the average person I feel like I like can't keep a friend Abby's abandonment issues (laughs) literally I'm like stop leaving me um But yeah, I just think like, I mean, when this girl hit me up, I was obviously happy. I was like, oh, like I'm happy to be caring from you. But like, obviously a piece of me in the back of my head was like, are you just hitting me up because you're single now? It's so frustrating because we've talked about friends before on the show and it's always like the telltale signs of like you're dating, you're dating, you're friends with your friends with your friend. And she starts dating a guy that you may or may not like. Let's say you don't like him. And all of a sudden like she stops spending as much time with you and she stops coming around to like the girls trips and she stops doing things just the two of you and like you're trying to like tell her like yo like you're kind of like only spending time with your boyfriend and she gets like pissed at you and she's like blah 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 yeah and then she isolates herself how they react when you bring things up is right like because like i mean i'll be the first to admit like mystery man mystery man and i spent a lot of time together and i definitely could probably prioritize my girlfriends more i'm just like still in that honeymoon stage but it's like if you were to come to me and be like abby like i miss you i want to hang out i wouldn't be like what the fuck like da 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 yeah like i feel like when you bring these things up to a a friend and they react poorly it's kind of just like showing how much they maybe weren't a real friend to begin with right exactly like like they're not a good friend or like a real friend to begin with and also it's like it's so predictable because they're gonna get mad at you and then they're gonna break off your friendship and then they're gonna come crying back when them and the when they break up with the boyfriend or the boy, boyfriend breaks up with them because they're going to realize, oh my gosh, I'm all alone. I have no friends. What do I do? Mm-hmm. Like it always happens. It's like so cliche. Yeah. I think it's tough though because I could be like the biggest hypocrite ever because I've literally had people be on like, well, I didn't like your boyfriend and I didn't leave you and you don't like mine. So like we drifted apart because you didn't like my boyfriend because like there's also that side of it. Yeah. Because, like, this friend that came back, like, we stopped being friends because I didn't like her boyfriend. Really? And we kind of drifted apart because of it. I'm trying to think if that's ever happened to me. And, like, a piece of me is trying not to be like, ha, ha, I told you so. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, well, I want to be there for her. Right. Because it's like, I'm sorry that you're going through a breakup. Like, obviously, I didn't like him, but, like, and I wouldn't wish, like, sadness on anyone. But, like, just because you're broken up, like, why, you know? Yeah. I know it's like so tough because it's always the same girls that you're like trying like that like are pushing everyone away and are being bitchy are always the ones that like when they go through the breakup are kind of like oh like woe is me and you feel this like obligation to be there for them and it's like so tough because you're like are you a shitty person for not being there and for just cutting them off and being like yo you weren't there for me I'm not gonna be there for you and just like cutting ties or like do you be there for them because they probably like have done the same shit to everyone else in their life and like exactly you know what I mean um I think we wanted to just like talk about a few things that I feel like can help you determine like if you're in the situation right now what like what like your course of action might be like whether or not you should give this person like a second chance or not 
Yeah. Because I think just because someone wants to come back in your life doesn't mean you have to let them in. No. I feel like there are things you need to take into consideration and things you should like evaluate and like really think about and like sleep on before you like welcome them back in with open arms. 100%. I think the most important thing that you need to consider is yourself. Like, is this person toxic to you? So like if I'm friends with someone and they whatever like ended our friendship or disappeared or whatever the hell happened and they're now trying to come back into my life like you have to think like when when I was like when I had this person around 24 7 when we were best friends how did I feel around them yes like what was their presence like like did they make me feel happy did we have fun together or was it like super toxic and did they make me feel like shit um because in the end of the day if the answer is like oh they were super toxic to me even before this happened why would you want to invite that back into your life? Like you're so much better off without that. Yeah. You should never put yourself in that position again now that you're like over to that To be person. miserable again. You're better off just to like block them. Like unless they have like some shit going on, you want to be there for them for, fine. But like, honestly, I really but believe- But even then, I feel like just because they're going through shit, like you don't necessarily owe them. Like, but it's such like a hard line to like, cause like you want to be there for them, but a piece of you, like you shouldn't, be there for someone and let someone back into their life if they were toxic and like have your happiness be the one to suffer. Yeah, for sure. Cause I feel like misery loves company. And if someone's going through shit, like I feel like, and this isn't speaking for every single person who is crawling back into your life, but like a majority of the time, like if someone, not a majority, but some people can be miserable and they want other people around them to be miserable with them. Cause it's like, well, if I can't have a fun time, like we're gonna not have a fun time together. Yeah, exactly. Like I can't stand people like that. Like I'd rather not. I'd rather have fewer friends and like well, people that are more uplifting. Yeah, I mean, we've always like I feel like I have just like the different mindset where it's like I don't open up to people very easily and it's like I have like a tough exterior to crack. Like I won't like like if I'm meeting someone new, like I feel like you're way more like outgoing and friendly, but like to me like it takes a while to like really like be like, "Okay, like I'll let you like get to know me Mm -hmm. would you agree that's the same yeah I think so that we're different in that way Mm -hmm. I think so I think like I think you're harder to get to know but I feel like it's but you also just I don't know like I feel like when you first meet people like you're just like more reserved because you're trying to like think like can I get like can I trust this person yeah and then you're like okay I'll make my decision about whether or not I want to be friends with them I feel like I instinctively like will go to become friends with someone first and then if they like mess up or like do something that makes me think I don't right. like them then I'll be like all right no screw this person yeah because I'm I'm guilty until proven innocent exactly innocent until proven guilty <laughs> it's so true I'm um, the toxic one I also think like when like determining these things you also have to think like why is this person reaching out to you yeah. are they reaching out to you because they are out of options like I know I've had I've had fr- like friends in the past super close with and they not that they ended our friendship but they just like we stopped being friends because they made a new group of friends they met other people they wanted to like chill with who they thought were cool whatever and then something happened where like things didn't work out with that friend group or they realized they were bitchy and they came crawling back and it's like is this person only coming back into your life because they know you're the person that's always going to be there and it almost reminds me of like an ex-boyfriend mm-hmm. that goes off to like talk to other girls and then realizes he can't get them and he comes crawling back and is like all right babe yeah, like, like you're plan b or yes. maybe even plan c god forbid exactly so i think you have to think about someone's intentions um if someone is blatantly coming back into your life because like they realize like oh shit I had it good before or like not even I had it good before but like oh like the thing I wanted I couldn't get so I'm just gonna like settle for this friend Mm -hmm. I don't know I think that's a huge red flag and like I probably wouldn't pursue a friendship with that person yeah and I think like at least something that I'm doing in my own life and scenarios it's like I'm evaluating how much effort they're putting into it because it's like if you want to come back into my life like you need to put effort into like seeing me and like making plans and it's like okay like three strikes you're out like (laughs) like literally like okay like we're gonna make plans if you bail once okay cool if you bail again like you're almost three strikes you're out and if they're like only hitting you up when they need something or want something, that's usually a red flag. No, so true. Because that's like a superficial surface level friend. I feel like over the years, 
you learn to understand like the different types of friends because like in college it's so much more common to have surface level friends where it's like you just hit them up to like go out to parties and like have fun and stuff and like they don't really know anything about you or their or your life or anything like you can't like depend on them like you can't rely like if you call them at 1am and you need them like will Mm -hmm. they be there for you like will they be there for you when you need to vent like it's so much more common to have those type of friends that are just like your going out friends in college and then I feel like we've reached a point like we're literally closer to 30 than we are 20 and I just don't have space in my life anymore for like those types of friends it's like I it's quality over quantity and I don't need going out friends you know literally no I 100% we're just lucky in the sense that it's like we're not surface level and like also like we have that like going out aspect too like you have like the best of both worlds and that's what you need to look for in a friend yeah like you want someone that like wants to go out but like you can also chill with yeah and like not have to do shit i was i can't stand people that only want it like they only want to be friends for like the social aspects and that's it and there's nothing more like you have nothing to talk about if you're not like if you're not going out to the clubs you have nothing in common with that person yeah no i was listening to um brianna chicken fry i don't know her last name but the (laughs) barcel girl chicken fry chicken fry yeah (laughs) i was listening to her podcast bland bland plan brie uncut and it was one of her most recent episodes and she was saying like you want a friend where like you can sit in silence with and feel comfortable yeah like that is your person like those are the people that you want to surround yourself with like if you can't sit in a room with someone and not feel uncomfortable or awkward and like silence and just like chilling on the couch like maybe like scrolling on your phone doing nothing like if you can't feel comfortable then they're not your friend no you're that's so true and it's also like what value do they bring like I feel like that's like the last thing because in the end of the day if someone is trying to like weasel their way back into your life and this honestly goes for exes family members friends you know a pet like whoever an old teacher Mm -hmm. like if they didn't really bring you a ton of value and if you felt like when you were friends with them it was like you said it was just like um surface level or you only ever went out together or they were only hanging out with you because you had a car on campus like whatever the case may be you can look back and be like this person showed me no value then I feel like it probably doesn't make sense to get back into that situation it's almost like someone gave me this illustration one day like talking about relationships and they were like if you were drowning and someone like threw you a life like float to get out and to like be saved, you wouldn't jump back into the water to continue drowning. You know what I mean? Like no one would do that. And it's like, I feel like with relationships, especially friendships, people are so fast because like when someone stops talking to you, it like hurts your feelings. People are so fast to be like, oh my God, this person wants me back. That must mean that like, I have a good personality after all. (laughs) It's like, it probably has nothing to do with you and everything to do with like how shitty of a person they are. So I think like the number one thing is like get comfortable with having a smaller circle. If it means the people in it, like have a lot more value, you're going to have so much fun. Like we have so much fun. And I feel like over the years, I've made my like social circles so much smaller and I'm so much happier now than I was five to seven years ago when I felt like I had like a bunch of friends that like, ended up being shit people or the people I thought in college were gonna be my best friends. Like I would be like, oh my God, you're gonna be my bridesmaid someday like crying. Like those people, they don't write and they don't text Mm -hmm. and they're nowhere to be found. Yeah. (laughs) I think, and I'll leave leave on this note on friendships and whether or not you should let them come back into your life. Um, If you have a broken, if you break a glass frame, okay? You break a glass frame, you pick up the pieces you try to put back those pieces, uh-huh. you're hurting yourself trying to do that. Oh, wait, I kind of loving, are we like really inspirational today? I don't know. I, I'm like kind of vibing with this. Do you get that though? I do, because you're like you hurting yourself trying to put it back, put it together. back together. That's beautiful. Like just leave it broken. Some Where'd things, you get that? Was that like Gandhi? <sighs> It was it's beautiful. I definitely didn't come up with that on my own. <laughs> you might have come up with it on your own. No, I swear I didn't. That was honestly amazing. If you guys like when we get really inspirational, let us know. I feel like everyone listening is like, shut the fuck I up. I know. And if you want us They're to like go deeper, fast. we can go deeper too. Oh yeah, we can get really emotional. <laughs> <laughs> Just give us a bottle of tequila. Literally. <laughs> honestly, I don't even need tequila. I can cry on demand. <laughs> okay, so a lot of you guys... Um, we put out like a Google form, which if you guys don't know how to find that, we have a Hoobie. It's almost like a link tree in our bio mm-hmm. on Instagram. So that's where you find like Spotify, Apple, YouTube, like all the links for our podcast. 
We also have a form there. It's like a Google form and you can ask us questions. So anonymously, anonymously, it comes through. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm like, just let <laughs> it out. But I'm going to die. I promise it's not COVID. Okay. So anyways, uh, we have a Google form there and everything comes through anonymously to us. And a lot of people have been writing in lately asking us specifically about um, getting into business like with a friend. Mm -hmm. So they're like, you know, you, you guys have talked a lot about starting this podcast together, getting into business together. Is it a good idea? Like, is that something you recommend? So yeah. I feel like we've been getting these questions pretty consistently. We wanted to kind of talk about it because I definitely don't think that Abby and I are experts no. and are any people mm -hmm. that we should be giving advice, but we're going to mm -hmm. give advice anyways, because it's our podcast and we can do whatever the hell we want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this and is a dictatorship. <laughs> <laughs> and even though we may not be experts, there are definitely things that we've learned. I mean, our, our one year daughter and Daw anniversary is coming up next week. It's literally July 21st or 22nd. I forget. That's so cute. But of us. We've been doing this business for almost a year now and we've definitely learned a couple things and like there's, I, I mean, I can only speak for myself, but I know like there are definitely some things I probably would have done differently had I known how to do business with a friend, but like no regrets We're we we're here now. Um, yeah, hundred percent. I think that the number one thing everyone told us to do that we did not do is to sit down and come up with a very good comprehensive business plan. We never yeah, once, everyone no. we talked to, they were like, you need to sit down. You need to have a business meeting. You need to make a business plan. We never did that. Mm -hmm. We were like, oh my God. Yeah, it's so cute. We totally should do that. Like we should like sit down and have Seems a business like a meeting good idea. and we always sit down and just like talk shit there was probably like a few times when we legitimately tried to like we like we're coming up with like we're like no i'm shan i'm coming over we're gonna do it we're gonna take thumbnails and we never do what? This. we never did it no we would just start like talking like shooting the shit and then we'd like start spiraling on like one topic that we want to talk about and then we start eating those reese's things that you brought over <laughs> they're so good the nuts with the reese's yeah <laughs> um yeah. but yeah so the advice that we can give you guys that we didn't ourselves do is to sit down, um, come up with a business plan. I think even before you get to the stage, um, I don't know why I forgot to mention this, but the person that you're thinking of getting into business with, keep an eye on that person. Like what the hell does that mean? What I would mean? like, if I was you, if I were to do it again, I probably would buy some sort of like malware or like spyware software, maybe like creep on that person <laughs> for a few weeks. Like, see where they go see how much time they spend in the bathroom see who they're talking to like, are they being lurky do they seem like they're a little lazy like i know it, i know i signed a contract with big night but is it too late to get out <laughs> i am scared. i feel like you should do some digging like you can tell a lot about a person like are they someone that like when their alarm goes off are they like getting out of bed in the morning no. like exactly things i wish i knew about you <laughs> Um, I'm pretty sure you knew that I I, I literally told you I don't show you don't, up to events don't before do, noon. You don't do AM, you only do PM. Yes, I you know. actually knew that. I so. know, I know. But I feel like just do some digging, maybe hire a PI, like figure out who you're getting into business with. But all joking aside, I feel like when you're like, if you're a friend and you guys are like, oh my God, this is so cute. We should totally do this together. Like actually take a look at your friendship and think like, are we friends that are like, both strong super yes are we yeah. strong enough to sustain something are we both emotional are we both not emotional like are we do our personalities often like conflict yeah. are we too similar are we too different like right. things we're like the yin to the yang we really are i feel like everything and i feel like i couldn't ask for a better business partner because we kind of just mesh very well like all of her flaws are my strengths and all of my strengths are her weaknesses. It's so beautiful. It is. It's like we're, like, we're two, two halves. It's amazing. At like 11 p.m., I'll be blowing up Shannon's phone while she's asleep with like things that I like think about for the podcast. <laughs> and then at like 7, 8 a.m., she'll be blowing up my phone and I'm like, bitch. While she's sleeping. Yeah, I'm sleeping. Um, <laughs> one of us is also the other rule. One of us always has to be sleeping. <laughs> always. We can never just be no. awake and productive at the same time. It's um, so true. But also like I'm more the emotional one and Shannon's more of the like chill, like, like if I don't like, if like, let's say I don't like something and it's I'll, the end of the world. I'll, yeah. I literally will like send it to Shannon. I'll be like, it's ugly. 
Like literally, like I'll like yeah. Peter's like smiling right now because he's like, oh no, not my Abby. That doesn't sound anything like. <laughs> like like if like if we have a thumbnail and I don't like it, like I'll send it to Shannon. I'll be like, I hate this, this, and that. Like what the hell this is the worst thing I've ever seen? Like just yeah. being overly dramatic for no reason. And Shannon is always the one to talk me off the ledge. And then nine out of ten times, everything ends up being okay. And mm-hmm. it's like, why are you so emotional, Abby? But if I didn't have Shannon to like be the rational one. Yeah. I, everyone here would probably hate me. <laughs> and if we didn't have you, then I wouldn't get anything done. Honestly, Facts. I think it's so interesting though, because you also like, if you're gonna get into business with a friend, you have to think like, is your friendship, like, is one person like scared of the other person? I don't know if that makes sense to say. Intimidated? Like, I feel like if you did something to piss me off, I could be like, like you you do things sometimes that annoy me and I'll kind of be like, huh, like shut up. And I'll like put a period because I want you to know like I'm annoyed. And I feel like you pick up on oh, it. Oh, I know. And you're like, oh my God, haha, just kidding. <laughs> and like you do the same shit to me. And I feel like we can just kind of put each other in our place and we just <laughs> move on and we don't care. But yeah. I feel like like if you don't have that relationship, like if you're with someone where like- You hold grudges. You would hold grudges or, or get yeah. overly emotional or you like the person you're with like maybe says things that would set you off. Then I don't think getting into business with a friend is a good idea. It's just so yeah. delicate. And I think it usually probably should be avoided. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think you just need to think like, can our friendship withstand this? Um, what do you think about, <laughs> what do you think about things? Like what if you get into a fight? Hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so like Shannon and I never fought before the podcast, like no, literally never. never. And we don't really fight ever now. We don't fight but, a lot. We get like annoyed with each other, but we yeah, don't we fight. get annoyed, but we don't like act. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't even say we bicker. No, it's literally just like. Ugh. <laughs> well, sometimes I'll just like be like, "All right, like I'm done talking about this." And you're yeah. like, "Okay." I'm like, "All right, cool." <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, but I remember there was this one time. I think it was like our first, our, our first and only real fight. Yeah. Right. It was bad. Was it? Was it our first and only? It was, of course. We were on a double date with our boyfriends, <laughs> our poor boyfriends, and we were. It was the night before we were supposed to record. That yeah. was the bad thing. Like we record yeah. on Mondays. We were out on a Sunday, like having a little Sunday fun day. Everything mm-hmm. started off really nice, and then the things t- took a turn for the worst. And we ended up at a PF Chang's, <laughs> screaming at each other. And Abby was like mm-hmm. calling a cab home, and I was like, "We're supposed to sit down and talk about the podcast." And you were like, "Well, I can't do it right now." And like we were like yelling at each other. And I remember storming away from the PF Chang's, like yeah. grabbed Michael, and I was like, "Let's get the hell out of here!" Like screw that bitch. Like it was like it was so bad, and it was literally <laughs> like we were fighting over literally nothing and nothing. it was because I was hungry like I was literally hangry I hadn't ate all day and I was just being my dramatic self being hungry and literally while sitting at a restaurant and and then the next day we go into record and I think like if I could like do it differently I would have been like yo like we need to address this before we go into record but we didn't but we didn't well I was almost like I didn't want to address it before we recorded because I didn't know if you knew I was still mad at you so I was like I'm oh. gonna get through this podcast she doesn't know that I, I know like, that I was like, I'm going to get through this podcast with a grin on my face. I want to know which podcast it was. I don't remember. I like blacked it out. I don't remember, but I want to go back and find it and see like how noticeable it was that like I was like seething with anger, (laughs) but I was like laughing and I was like, ha ha ha, Abby, you're so funny, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm going to go back into my Venmo history to find out when I Venmoed for PF Changs and then that's going (laughs) to figure out when the podcast was. But literally, like, it got to the point where it's, like, that episode, like... Abby, remember, <laughs> I, I came in just angry. You started drinking. <laughs> so when I am, like, nervous, I drink. And I drink fast. That's why I almost blacked out on Mr. Man and I's first date. <laughs> but I also yeah. blacked out uh, pretty much during that recording. Like, I drank so much. And, like, we record for an hour, and I drank so much. It was a, <laughs> mind you, it was a Monday night. Yeah. And I drove, and Shannon had to end. Like, I drove to the studio, and Shannon literally had to drive my car back to her apartment so that I could puke my brains in her apartment. She and my asleep. roommates had to come pick oh, me yeah. up. She literally, like, was puking in my like literally in the the toilet in my apartment at 10 p.m. on a Monday night, like literally passes on the floor. I'm like feeding her pretzels. And mm. like, we were literally like before that, she was like, we were like crying and we were literally. like, I'm sorry, it'll never happen again. Most 
insane night ever. It was literally, <laughs> I woke up, I was like, it is a fucking Tuesday today. <laughs> that is so weird. But I remember <laughs> after, after that happened though, I thought about it and I was like, well shit, this isn't like a regular friendship where you get into a fight with your friend and you don't have to see them for a week. Like yeah. we have to come in every single week and like put this business yeah. first. And it's not just like Mondays that we have to like put on our business hat. Like we're, we're always constantly, constantly doing shit for the like podcast. All week long. Yeah. So I think we kind of realized, and I mean, we never like said this out loud, but I feel like it's unspoken. We're like, Abby and I just had to reach a point where we're like, whatever happens, whatever fight we might get in, like the podcast has to come first. And obviously if you're listening to this and maybe you don't want that relationship with your friend, like it probably isn't the best idea for you to get into business. But I think one thing that we had to just kind of make a priority was like the podcast always come first. So like we could literally be like screaming and crying at each other. And <laughs> I could literally have just slapped Abby across the face. But if we need to like set, like sit down and like do stuff for the podcast, like we will do it. And I feel like mm -hmm. that's something that we've done a pretty good job. I think yeah. prioritizing. Yeah, no, I think, yeah, we make the time, but I think we had to learn the hard way. <laughs> Definitely. Cause that's literally, I think our only real fight. I'm proud of us though. That right? we did it. Like I was like proud to know that like we could come in and do the podcast even yeah. after that fight. Cause I feel like, like we could have just like, have like done it, not done it. Yeah. yeah. We did it. It was cute. Oh my God. Go, go off. <laughs> go yeah. off sis. Go, go off sis. Stop. You know, I hate that. I hate it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it either. Um, but I think that like in order to avoid that, I think it's important to set boundaries and expectations yeah. before. Because Shannon and I, I mean, we I didn't feel know. like we didn't know. Like, first of all, neither of us have ran a business before. <laughs> and we're also like young and dumb. And we have. And wild and free. <laughs> <laughs> You're so clever. Um, we've learned a lot along the way. And we've become so smart, young, independent businesswoman that don't need no man. Hell yeah, go off, sis. <laughs> um, but we literally, like, and I feel like our podcast has grown. Like, there, we've had so many growth spurts and, like, Big Night, signing with Big Night came out of nowhere and it was like, oh, shit, like, now we have to really take this seriously. But even when we signed with Big Night, I kind of feel like we didn't set boundaries and expectations no. just yet. Mm -mm. And I feel like that's something that you should do from day one. Yeah, that's a huge, I think... Not, I don't want to say like mistake because it's like a negative thing, but that's something I think we would have done yeah. if had we known. Because if you look at like the situation you're in with your business partner, like likely there's one of you that's stronger at certain things, the other one's stronger at other things. Abby and I like know at this point so well, like that the strengths that we have and the weaknesses that we have, like almost to a fault to the point where like, I know Abby's going to do certain things that I just like am bad at and like vice versa. We just like no. It's like if I waited for Shannon to look <laughs> at our DMs, like no one would ever get a response no. back. So it's like, and like sometimes I literally will almost feel bad. I feel like, oh, I'm like responding to too many. Like, and like sometimes I'll like read a message and then like <laughs> click on red so that like, you can read it. And Aww, like reply. Like, sometimes that's I cute. Do that. I didn't know you did that. Yeah, Every time so I'll, I'll catch one before you get to it. I'm like, damn, yeah, no. who, who is she? <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely already read it. I just will click unread so, so that funny. you can respond but if yeah. you can figure that shit out beforehand though it makes it so much easier because you also don't want to get into like we, we lucked out where it's like mm -hmm. so split down the middle but i feel like you also don't want to get into a like relationship where one person is like carrying all the weight and the other person mm -hmm. like isn't doing shit obviously yeah. that's the um i think the, the biggest thing but honestly in the end of the day sometimes you don't know till you try it so i feel like if you're like wondering like should i go out should i do this will my friendship recover i think you just have to sit, set boundaries and like ground rules and be like listen there's stuff that's gonna happen we might fight sometimes things might not go our way we can't really let it like affect our friendship there's gonna be some times like from a business perspective where I might do something that Abby's like, I don't like that. And like, I can't like take it personally as a friend. I have to take it as like a business person and be like, okay, she's, like, she's talking about our business. She's not talking about our friendship. Like, right. You need to like separate. And those you two can't things. let that, like you have to be able to separate the two. Like you can't be like, oh, Abby pissed me off at work today. So I'm not going to invite her to dinner tomorrow. It's so weird. Like, you can't do that. Yeah. Like, you can't let it leak into your personal life because that's just not healthy. Then and it becomes toxic. Not, it becomes toxic and it's not fair because it's like, it's like almost like working like if like if like you worked with a significant other it'd like be you, like if you dated your boss yes like yeah. you have to be able to separate the two <laughs> i don't know where i got that from but you're right because i think yeah. like a corporate job like you leave your corporate friends and you go off to like your 
regular friends right. and that you have that separation. But if you don't have that, you need to like set boundaries mm-hmm. for sure. Um, also, okay. I really, I think also the one last thing, I think you have to establish if your friend truly has the same goal and vision as mm. vision as you. True. Because like, I feel like a lot of people will start businesses like because they think it's fun and cute, but if they don't see like a long-term vision and like they don't brand. have an end goal. Yeah. Like this is a brand to us. Like this isn't just like a podcast. It's like, this like we is have something like- that we have long-term goals for. And like we plan to have this in our future for as long as we can stay relevant honestly so if like your friend just like is like agreeing to do it just to do it with you like like you're like you have to convince her to do it with you that's not who you want as your business partner that's actually such a good point that you just brought up because that's really true like I feel like there's a lot of like trends like doing Mm -hmm. a podcast is like trendy right but I feel like you and I like we sat down and we were like no we've both wanted to do things like this our whole lives we just didn't know how to do it up until now. And I, yeah, I think you're right. I think if there's someone that's like, Oh my God, yeah, like I'll do this. Like whatever sounds cool. Like that person might not be there. Like it's, it's hard to do. Like there's some days you wake up and you're like, shit, I don't know if I can, you know, I have writer's block or I don't know if I can put this together. I don't know if I can sit in front of a microphone when I feel like I'm going to cough this entire time. Like there's, like <laughs> literally there's been days gonna, when it's like I don't want to put on like I don't want to be camera ready today like yeah. I just want to wear no makeup and sweats and like there yeah. have been times when I've done that I've come to the studio but like there are days when it's like I like it's exhausting sometimes to have to like be on yeah. and Shan and I and we we know that we can rely on each other to show up every single Monday and like there's been times where we have personal shit going on in our lives. Like I literally remember our second episode oh, yeah. on the podcast. I literally had just gotten fired that day. Oh my God, you're right. That was so awkward. We didn't talk <laughs> we didn't talk about it. You had literally no. gotten fired earlier that day. I literally had gotten fired that morning and we had to go into the studio that night and I for a second hesitated. Like I remember we texted Buddy and Kyle and I was like, yeah, so I just got fired from my job. Um, like, what do I do? I was like, I don't know if I can record tonight. And then like, you honestly hyped me up and you were like, no, like we let's go in there. And like, honestly, looking back, like I'm so happy that I did because I pushed myself. And even though I wanted to cry the entire time, like I don't think it showed in that episode. And no. I brought my best that I could yeah no 100% it like made you feel like you could get through it yeah I agree yeah no it's I mean it's gonna it's gonna be hard but I think ultimately if you want it more than you want anything like you will you will do it yeah and I I think you have to have two people that feel that way absolutely okay so I have a little bit of a rant I know you've been I feel like you've been wanting to bring this up for a lot and it's just gotten to a point where it's like (laughs) people just like need a a sit down (laughs) to sit down they need an intervention we've been talking a lot about um hot girl summer shoot your shot girl summer having fun quarantine is coming to an end at least for right now hopefully for the foreseeable future and people out there they're going to parties again they're going to clubs girls are going on dates so fun so one thing that I have noticed is how people are behaving (laughs) on Instagram oh on Instagram prior to going out and going on dates and whatever I feel like talking about the thirst traps I feel we've talked a lot about the thirst traps I think the thirst traps could be part of it but I just have noticed like some themes some themes on instagram (laughs) that i feel like need to either come to a halt or be like severely like readjusted okay let's hear that i don't think it's cute and i don't think you're putting like your best foot out there and i feel like when i'm scrolling through i'm seeing the same shit and i'm like i need to talk about this like it's it's coming it's it's getting out of control okay and this is coming (laughs) out of place out of love because we love you boston baddies and we want you guys to be posting the best absolute content that you can <laughs> and we don't want you to hurt your reputation or image we want to help and you. these are this is everyone like i don't know if like, what do we talk, call them ho- hometown trolls if you're a hometown troll or a sorority sleut or a <laughs> go on or a city i don't even know <laughs> city goblin city goblin <laughs> no matter who you are you're making these mistakes I couldn't write them all down, so I wanted to pick a few that I liked because we'd be here all night. <laughs> okay, first off, people's captions. Yeah. Captions. Captions are hard, though. <laughs> They're like, so hard. I'd rather see nothing. Same. Just then, write nothing. Just post the picture. Or just write, then like... what? Then writing what? Then writing... Then what do you... Like, what do you hate okay, when you see in captions? Okay, so let me set the scene for you. Okay. 
you're you're scrolling through Instagram, minding your own damn business. You see a girl and she happens to have a great body. Like she's skinny. She has like the, all the right curves in all the right places. Like she's a teeny, teeny, tiny little like baby angel, like skinny, skinny, wearing a bikini. And she's like posing, looks super cute. She makes the caption something along the lines of probably thinking about pizza or laughing about the burger I just ate. I'm like, bitch, you did not eat a freaking burger and you are not thinking about pizza. You probably haven't had pizza in like 20 years. Okay. You don't feel like that? I mean, I personally haven't seen that, but I feel like had I have, I would have been, I would have been like spot the... I spot the lie. <laughs> it's always the skinniest girls who post and they're like probably just like like probably about to have spaghetti mm-hmm. after this or LOL like taking moments after scarfing down three hamburgers or something. What about when like they like photo dump and they have food in their photo dump that you know they didn't To like eat. show that they ate. I almost wonder, I'm like, I feel like it's like a humble brag. I feel like you're like trying to tell the world look how thin I am and look how pretty I am. And like, and I can eat like, I can eat like garbage. I can eat like shit and still look like this. Like we get it. You have a fast metabolism. It's like, how dare, how dare you? That's, that's disgusting. I, I think that's unacceptable behavior. Okay. It's bad. If I, if you, if I see you doing that on Instagram, I'm going to, going to report your report. account. <laughs> Not the image, the account. For harassment. Okay. What else? What other captions do you hate? You brought this up. Which one? The, the lyrics, the lyrics. Oh, I hate all lyrics. <laughs> I just hate it. I think it's cheesy. <laughs> I just don't like it. But what's the one that you said that like everyone is saying? If I see another caption, I mean, this is a little older at this point, but if I see another caption that says, I'm a little high on you and drunk on summertime. <laughs> okay, noted. I will not. I'm probably going to blow my brains out. Who sings that? It's a country. I don't even know. I know know. it's a country song. I don't know. I actually know that song and I think it's a bop, but it's definitely overused. You're right. There's so many girls that like every time they post a picture, it's like a different country lyric. And I'm like, I get it, but I feel like it just needs to be done. Okay. So no song lyrics and no (laughs) references to food and captions. (laughs) Got it. Okay. Yes. Just don't post a caption at all. I feel like if you are the person that would eat pizza, then you can post and say, I'm thinking about can pizza. I? No. I eat pizza. No, you don't. You and I had gluten-free pizza. Yeah, but day. like you barely, like if you house pizza, like you don't house pizza. No, I have like two slices. Mm-hmm. No, you're not probably thinking about pizza. <laughs> or I'm like, I wish I could eat more, but my stomach will hurt. <laughs> Be, uh, let's let's bring back realistic captions. Like, haha, I'm so blown in this picture, but you can't see... I like this one girl. Well, what's up, singer? Shit, she posted an Instagram earlier because I was like trying to look at some that I like to make it not all super negative, but then I like <laughs> got bored and didn't do it. <laughs> so they're only negative. Sorry. <laughs> at least you're honest. Um, maybe we'll come back with things that you could post instead. Yeah, maybe eventually. However, I post if like I twice ever. a year. So honestly, I'm not even saying my captions are good. Like, I don't think I've done anything that's like that noteworthy. I just don't like the cheesy. Some of them just funny. like, yeah, cheesy. I don't like cheesiness. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like if you post like uh, a lyric and you're just like, mm, like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, move on. Move on. What else do you hate on Instagram? Please, please enlighten us. <laughs> I sound like a little angry troll. <laughs> I'm like, I fucking hate this and that. <laughs> okay. Overly edited photos with like 30 filters on them where it's like your eyelashes are like stark black, but then your face doesn't have a single like pore on it. And then you have like your teeth are like as white as like. Oh, okay. So you mean like translucent- overly edited, not even like the filter. You mean Both. like. Oh, both. Both. Like, okay. like, either one. So, like, let's say you post a picture and it's obvious you've, like, turned up, like, every saturation and, like, brightness and contrast and whatever. Like, <laughs> I think that looks, like, trash and it looks like Disneyland. I think if you're also posting photos where, like, your teeth are, like, so white, white to the point yeah, where, like, they make white look brown. <laughs> and then you have nothing on your face and no nose because you've, like, blurred it <laughs> out so much. And then you made your eyes bigger. <laughs> Wait, can you do that? I don't know. I feel like some people's eyes look bigger on Instagram and then like your hair, like you've like smoothed your hair, but then like something else is like really vibrant, like the scene behind you. I feel like that doesn't look that sick. 
you know <laughs> it doesn't look that good it doesn't look that, that good sick. no i agree i think that was really common in like high school and like maybe in a little bit in college but yeah. i feel like at this point it's kind of embarrassing if you're still doing that i think like i will be honest because if you were to go back and look at my instagram like i have like pictures from college and high school that like are way too edited oh, like I've they have a ton of mine Really? The ones that are like embarrassingly edited. They're just archive. like so like filtered. Cause at the time we were like, ooh, filters. You can just yeah. throw like six filters on it. Right. That there was a time and place for it. I will admit. It's I no think no longer enough. I think it's a thing of the past. I think the vibe these days is like less is more. If you're gonna put a filter on it, make it not noticeable. I and agree. maybe don't even throw a filter on it most I of the agree. time. Okay. <laughs> this is one that has been taking the world by storm. And I, I, it's more of like a question. So it's the parking garage photo shoots. And I'd like to know who started it. Where did they begin? Whose parking garages are these? What are we trying to accomplish? Do you know? Do you know what I'm talking about? I, oh, no, I do. I do. <laughs> and I don't really get it because I feel like it's not really that aesthetically pleasing. I feel like that's like the, maybe the vibe these but days. I feel like people do it because they want to take a bunch of photos and they'll probably bring a bunch of different outfits to change into, but they'll go to like a garage that has like 10 floors and like no one uses the top two. So they'll go to like the ninth or 10th floor where they know that no one's going to watch them take these selfies. Like they probably have like their ring light and their tripod and like they just like can take all their selfies in this parking garage with no shame because no one's there to watch them. It's so weird because I'm like, do parking garages like have good lighting? Like why a parking garage of all places? So weird. <sighs> I, I don't know. Maybe we should try it one day. Uh, maybe we should try it because I feel like I'm seeing it and like, all, like I feel like, like started- are we missing out on something? I, I don't think so, but there's only one way to find out. I agree because it started with like the macro influencers, like the big people. And then I feel yeah. like the micro influencers started doing it. Now I feel like everyone's taking photos in parking garages. So I'm like, are we missing something? Like is something happening at these garages that we should know about? I'm also losing my voice. Are you out? No, drink some. Um, But yeah, so that's that's one. I think it's more of like an in- inquiry. Like we can like do some research and figure it out. Please clear your throat. You're making me uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. Um. Also, like to like on the note of parking garages, like posing in front of a car. <laughs> Classic. Or on yours. top of a car. On top of, in front of a car that's not yours. I think that's the weirdest flex that's not even a flex because <laughs> it's not your flex. It's weird. I feel like it's on, unless it's your car, your boyfriend's, and even if it's your boyfriend's car, I think that's weird. Yeah, because wh- what are you like showing off? I think unless that you're, your boyfriend's rich, cool. Unless you like are a self-made millionaire and you're Kylie Jenner and you bought a Lamborghini all by yourself, like fine. I think other than that, I think it's weird. Yeah, I agree. Just knock it off. And then I think the last one is just the overposing or like the trying too hard. Like obviously every po- like picture on Instagram is posed even if like it looks like it's not posed. But when you are like literally like <laughs> your back is arched, you're doing a front handspring. <laughs> your ass is out you're, you're like, like arms in are the opposite direction of the camera and you're like trying so hard to like not look like you're posing that you look like you're posing I feel like that doesn't look good at all no well I've just never been the type of person to just take pictures to just take pictures and I feel like when you're over posing you're doing it to like literally just post pictures just to post pictures so mm-hmm. I just like haven't been able to relate to that but I've literally seen tiktoks of like like girls trying to like help other girls out on like poses that they, that they can do. And it's like the, like, it's like ones where they're like, ah, do this. And I'm like, I would never do that in real life. Yeah. Like, why are you posing like that? That's unnatural. It's so weird. I mean, sometimes it looks good, but like there's some people that I'm like, Oh my God, like literally it's too much. Like they're like crawling on the ground. And I'm like, I feel like I see that. And I'm like, I feel like you did that like for Instagram yeah. and it makes me feel like weird about you. I agree. So, no more. Well, I promise next time, maybe I'll come up with some ideas of like things people can do instead of just shitting on everyone. <laughs> Honestly, we have good intentions. Our intentions are good. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all we got for this week. That is all we got for this week. <laughs> we did not post last week, so um, it's been nice to be back in the studio. We did post a weekend vlog on YouTube last week, so if you haven't already, go check that out. We're going to try to start vlogging a lot more. Mm-hmm. 
Um, we always get positive feedback when we do. People love to see it, especially our friend group. I know that they love being in it. <laughs> they love the camera in their face. Yeah, it's so, so fun for them. They're like brushing their teeth and I'm like, wait, just open like your mouth. Let me just put the camera in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, so if you haven't, go check that out. We also posted um, our episode at Lolita for Sip and Dip. So I actually posted it on our Facebook group and a lot of people have um, asked us to do a lot more spicy margaritas. They want to see oh. us write them. I forgot to tell you that. Oh, damn. So you don't check Facebook. It's Spicy. okay. Spicy. Okay. Yeah. So make sure we're also going to start posting all of our sip and dip. We have nine episodes out and we're going to put all nine episodes and all future episodes out on YouTube on a playlist so that we have one central location for all you guys to find our sip and dip episodes so let us know what you guys want to see next yes and i know we've been promising it for a really long time guys but we promise we do have some more merch coming you guys's way um we'll, you'll be getting more information about it in the coming weeks and we will also be kicking off another contest um specifically around youtube and subscribing to youtube and everything like that so we'll be letting you know um about exciting updates we have about contests merch upcoming sip and dips and upcoming episodes but Thank you guys so much uh, for tuning in every single week. We really appreciate it. Thank you for bearing with me while I'm getting over my cold. <laughs> Thank you to everyone in the studio for bearing with me while I'm getting over my cold. Thanks, Peter. Appreciate you guys. <laughs> All right. Follow us on Instagram. It's at drinksafterwork underscore TikTok at drinksafterwork no underscore. And we will see you baddies next week. See you baddies next week. Woo. Cheers.